Oh man Welcome back To another edition Of the Nerd Perspective Summer 2023 It is officially summer It's hot as hell outside But you couldn't tell in here We got that good AC That good hydration Giving you that mental stimulation with every conversation You know what I'm saying So welcome back to another edition It is the summertime man Happy barbecue day Happy independence day Happy 4th of July To those of you celebrating To those of us Only out here To have a good time Happy well, barbecue day By the time y'all hear this It'll probably be fall <laughs> By the time you hear this My outfit will be appropriate That huh. This man, for the people who are only listening, is in a hoodie with the jersey over it. Baseball. Shout out and to Los Doyers. Jeans. Are they jeans? Pantalones. I am wearing jeans, my friend. Goodness. I am wearing jeans, my friend. And my Crocs. I wear the jeans and my Crocs. <laughs> we got a lot to the audience over there. Yeah, Having we a appreciate good old time. y'all. Starting out with laughs today because, yes. you know, we we in a good mood, y'all. How y'all doing over there? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. We appreciate them coming out every yeah. single week we show up. We don't need an applause button. <laughs> Hell yeah. I well, mean, like I not said. the button, like the flashing light. Yeah. We don't need the sign. They just know. <laughs> right. On cue. They know when to go. Exactly. Man. But again, like I said, we got good AC in here. Oh yes So I ain't gotta worry about that heat outside Yes And for those of you that are outside Cause in California It might still be Hella hot Even into the fall I don't know This year has been very weird With the weather It's been, um, it's been cold as shit We I had a flood earlier this year In my apartment It just got hot It just got hot And it's July It should have been hot in March I'm just saying oh, Hold on now I, I, I do kind of like the colder weather I, I can't front I'm just saying It man. is weird though If you're going to be outside In California And it tends to get hot Make sure you stay hydrated out there You know what I mean Yeah no, nah, it's Especially you delivery drivers And then vans Construction workers Nah for real People like that <laughs> Speaking from experience yes. Anyway What's good, man? How y'all been this week? Man. This week's been fire, dog. How y'all been, dog? Before we get into it. Uh, how, how was my week? I've been in full hermit mode. I love it. <laughs> okay. Been in the house. This is my first time, like, out during the daytime in uh, over a week. Maybe two weeks. Okay. Because if y'all don't know, I work from home. So I be in the house working nine to five. Which, which is, is a great, blessing. Which is great. I love it. No complaints here. I love my bed. I love my space. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man, it's something she prayed for. That's why. It's yes. Like, compared to what she used to be doing. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. You are very happy for her. You got a first hand experience of what she was dealing with. Yeah, you <laughs> did. Just a taste. Just a taste. This little taste. Literally, he only got four hours of what I dealt with for eight hours, five days out of the week. 
for how long? I hey. was at that job for two and a half, almost three years. Hey, you know, you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I work from home and, you know, um, you know, just taking care of stuff for the for us, you know. It's yeah. been good. It's been very chill. I'm very happy. I my body is very sore right now. I played tennis and basketball the other day. Oh, <laughs> nice! Wow, um, hey, that sounds like a lot. Yeah, my body has not worked out that much or done that much physical activity in God knows how long. Cause like my right arm hurts, my shins hurt, my ankles hurt, my. I do not know anatomy, so my front thighs and my back thighs, my glutes hurt, <laughs> my back hurts, everything hurts. So, yeah, especially because I'm working at home now, I I don't get up to go and do anything. I like, mm. I literally start work in my bed, and then once I am fully awake, like I'm working the entire time, but like once I'm fully like okay, I'm yeah. ready to get out the covers. I just literally shift. Into the desk <laughs> in my apartment. You need to stretch in the morning. I probably Man. do. I don't wake up early enough for that. I wake up right when I need to clock in every day. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hit up Agent Nova about that. <laughs> oh no, Agent Nova, go come. You gonna bust right squats. through glass? Uh? <laughs> Open up. No, but how about y'all? What about you, Nation? Um, I have been continually. Writing this um this this whatever wave I'm on called 2023, where each week just like a bag flowing in the wind. This guy, legitly, I'm just a bag flowing in the wind. But what type of bag are you? Um, like a Ralph's plastic bag or a Dollar Tree plastic bag? I'm like a Target plastic bag. Okay, bougie though, but, but it you got some holes it. in it. Uh. It's been some rough wind. But mm. but it's gentle now. Now I'm just okay. So you got off yeah. the highway. Now you're it was, just I was in a tornado. Oh, it was all in a tornado. Oh, yeah. And then it, then it turned into like a tiny hurricane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it's like a nice breeze nice that I'm just. Yes. Now I'm just resting, strolling on the beach, getting my bearings back. <laughs> Speaking of which, side note: um, we need to get back on Fortnite. Not sure a TV. Hey, I was gonna suggest something, but um, I I'm now seeing I need a, a remote and a power cable. Yeah, and I'm hoping that's Damn. just because I'm pretty sure it's at her house. Okay, we just we didn't look for it. Yeah. Okay, things hulking. To gotcha. be honest, it's, yeah, like it, it, it's an intimidating TV, low key. Nice. Well, you know, if anything, there are always apps to like do the universal TV on your phone. That's what I was thinking too, like honestly. But it's a Samsung TV too, so I'm well, hoping. That's even better. I'm hoping my remote that I already had for my other Samsung TV will work for it. Shout out Samsung, man! So, Y'all make some solid quality televisions. Y'all make yes, great sir. appliances yes, in general. Oh my gosh! When like y'all fridges. Oh my gosh. Thanks. Y'all fridges. I've been gaming on Samsung TVs my whole life. I love whole life. Y'all's right washer and dryer machines. Oh. Fucking immaculate. Fucking immaculate. See the Samsung like G and E maybe. I was just telling somebody the other day it's like when I build my house, I want all smart appliances like in the kitchen. I want 
that unit. smart fridge that is like they they have it at Best Buy too. They have a camera on the inside of the fridge so you can see what from the outside of the fridge what's in there. And then the fridge will also make you a list of things that you need to buy at the grocery store based on what you don't have in your fridge and what you're trying to make that night. The less I have to think in this life, the better. This, you, you want a smart house? Don't not like the Disney movie. Fuck I, that. I was about to say no. we've seen how that goes. No, I don't want like that. No, that. see, here's the thing about that movie and what I'm trying to do. Here's the difference. Right, what you trying to do? That movie had one appliance controlling the whole house. Mm. I have True. multiple appliances controlling one part of the house. <laughs> Got it. So they all have indi- individual brains that will yeah. one day <laughs> right. create their own little army to, to take you. Hive mind. Right? When you put it that way, that it doesn't sound much a- better. But <laughs> one entity. Here's the one thing. band. One sound. One sound. <laughs> These dudes. They're gonna come to life do that, like do that. they're gonna come to life like uh Archer and Toy Soldiers. <laughs> Yo, that was a great movie. Great movie. Continue. Uh, she hasn't seen I, it. I, my bad. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we have to ooh, we gotta we have to make a list. Like yeah. an actual physical black and white somewhere list. That list is going to be miles long. That's cool, but we gotta start somewhere. <laughs> like I literally <laughs> I'm supposed to be having a uh, what what movie what trilogy is it? Um, a uh, Rush Hour trilogy watch soon. Oh, that's gonna be fun for you. That is. Solid. I've never seen any of the Rush Hours. So. That's gonna be fun for you. What movie did I watch for the first time the other day? Um, Hustle and Flow. I think I told y'all about yep. that. Watched yep. Hustle and Flow like for the first time last week. Um, you started Don't Be a Menace. I started Don't Be a Menace. Yes. I haven't finished it yet either, but you know, here's the thing with me, like movies, it's really hard for me to watch. I can binge watch a lot of things, but I will, the thing is like, eventually I'm going to fall asleep. So when I'm binge watching, it's just like, okay, I got to go back two episodes when it's a movie. Whole movie. (laughs) I got to start over. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And I don't want to start over. I feel that. I'm tired. I'd be tired. It's hard for me to sit through a whole movie. Sometimes Cause it's like I don't know It really has to be on some shit It has to be on some wild ass shit It's like right. <gasps> That was like um, Across the Spider-Verse for me Like I was like <gasps> First the animation Kept me captivated the, the canon events And just everything happening Kept me engaged For that whole two hours Right And so I was surprised I didn't fall asleep During that movie But like I I fell asleep during um, the last Spider-Man movie the first time I watched it. Granted, it was a Thursday night, so I work 9 to 5, Monday through Fridays. And it was at 11 p.m. <laughs> it was at 11 p.m., and I fell asleep the first time watching it. Um, but me like, and the people that I went with fell asleep too because we were all working that day. They fell asleep in the theater. Yes, that opening was some good night. Ass sleep too, huh? <laughs> Don't mind me, y'all. I'm just getting the grill ready because I know y'all about to cook. Yo, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> leave me alone in the comments, please. Um. I'm just a hard. Y'all don't get girl. it though. Be yeah. Tired. Uh, honestly, y- y'all just don't really get it. Y'all don't get the concept of time. 
if 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 11 p.m. doesn't scare you to watch a movie, I, I don't know. And, you know, we were trying to be like, let's go opening night. Nah, nigga. <laughs> Our I, bodies were like, bitch, you thought. <laughs> no, it sucks. I remember them days. Like, when yeah. I used to, like, do midnight premieres, like, two two in a weekend. Right. And was ready for more at 2 a.m. Oh, y'all morning. done now? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Damn. My ass is in the house. Damn. I am in the house. Very little will get me outside. You know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to do matinee premieres nowadays. And it's cheaper. I don't know. I, mean, I do I midnight releases be- in a group. I got to really be, like, honestly, I probably would have did it for Across the Spider-Verse, which I'm proud to announce I've finally seen. Yay. We have all seen it now. Yay. But, no, never mind. I can't. Midnight, I know me. Midnight releases? I know me. The last day one night release, night one release that I remember seeing, like, 11 o'clock, I think was either Endgame or Infinity War. Mm. Probably same. And it was, it was probably Infinity War for me. See, the problem is with these men release releases is that they on a Thursday. A bitch gotta get up at eight a.m. Yeah, on I'm, Friday. I, I miss when it was Friday night, Saturday yeah. night. Like I can do Friday, Saturday up until, and like I can. Don't get me wrong, I can be up at four a.m. on a weekday when I'm at home. <laughs> when I'm at home, being out at four a.m. on a weekday. I, that you know that was me last summer. It's a different bitch, <laughs> bro. <laughs> new year, new bitch. We not outside. That was. We, I am not outside at all this summer. In the house, cozy. Yeah, I think Blanket. it's different. Yeah, I think it's different now because that was pre-COVID, and that was like, I got raw. I remember raw reactions from. I can't remember which one it was. If it was Endgame or Infinity War, it was like that was worth it. It was probably mm-hmm. Infinity War because I I remember like that was that was the first movie in a long time that had me like speechless, just because because of the balls. Yeah, the was both those movies, honestly. No, it was Endgame because it was that fight scene at the end. Oh, with uh I feel it. with the other Thanos. The other th- oh ooh, ooh, they took the glove and yeah. no the second movie. Right, well they, they took fought the, glove. the other Thanos. Right. Not I think he means the ending one. You mean in the beginning? Why are we talking like y'all ain't seen this already? Right. You you, you mean when they killed the the original Thanos that snapped right. in the beginning? When they killed oh. the original one and then they fought the Is other that what one you at mean? the end. Whoa, I completely forgot that happened. <laughs> it has been years since I've seen that movie. Whoa, I completely forgot. But you were talking about the end fight, right? Yes. Okay. That end fight was like on your left and everybody yeah. came out. I, midnight, like 11 oh. o'clock, premiere weekend. Like movie goes into the next day, like it's still nighttime. Like that's the last time I remember doing that. But I got raw reactions from like all the people in the audience. Like everybody went nuts. Yeah, no, that shit was crazy. I saw that joint like three times in the theater. I ain't never spent that Same. much money it was on it. Crazy. Same. Shout out my brother Jalen because we went together. That movie was nuts. Nah, man, that shit's. Insane. I was there the day after <laughs> it came out for Endgame, but I was there opening night for Infinity War. Both of those were insane. Yeah, they didn't. I'm down to do it again. Infinity War had uh, like because we was all going crazy the entire movie, and then for it just be dead silent where you could drop a pin, I was like, oh yeah, this is a movie. Yeah, 
I didn't want to leave. Like, nah, y- y'all going to play something else, right? It's like the heroes lost. It's like, yeah, they Finally. Did. Emphatically. And it hurt. I was in there laughing low key because I was with my boys and everybody was sad because it was a Spider-Man. I was like, good. I'm glad they lost. They need to, uh, they need to take some L's. Yeah. Build some I f- character. I forgot what. Some franchises. Show take notes. or movie I was watching. Oh, man. I forgot what I was watching. Mm, oh man. Maybe I, it was when I was playing uh, fucking Kingdom Hearts. I think it might have been. <laughs> but it's like. Like, a, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I'm not a fan of heroes. I'm just not. Whoa. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of heroes. Like, because it's. It's like plot armor takes you through and that's just not enough <laughs> sometimes for me to like be convinced i see what you're saying it's not enough to keep me convinced and villains be having good ass points villains aren't always the villains they're the villains in the perspective of the hero but when you oh man i i wish i remembered what part of the like what this man said in um, Kingdom Hearts 3, it was Zigbar. No, wait. Yeah? I don't know. I be forgetting names. But, man, this little man's monologue was tough. It was What tough. part of the game do you think you were in? It was in the beginning. I started from the beginning on stream yesterday. Damn, I should have known. I ain't played three in a minute. Though. You said it was who? Zigbar? Zigby? Zigby? <laughs> I don't fucking know. It was like Zig- XIB something. I know, I know um, the monologue you're talking about because it's early in the game. It's I, early I, I in the game. They're in Olympus. Like I was, I was still hyped when I like I remember. Mm. I'll look it up later. Yeah, to find I know clip and post. Yes, sir. Most definitely. But yeah, how are you doing, Freddie? Doing Man, I've been good. That's good. You know, um, quick like little time lapse. Uh, was fortunate enough to go to a Juneteenth event. Um, for I think it was KBLA, and got to say what's up to the mayor of LA. Oh, um, Karen Bass is so so nice. She was super nice. We Mom worked took with, a her a lot with her at my old job. She's super nice. Right? I was like, hey, it's like it's not it's not often you meet people off of you know like TV or just like somebody you don't expect to see and they're actually like that. But she's actually super nice. Yeah. Um, She's actually the person that she looks to be. Yes. I'm so happy that she won because it was looking scary for a minute. Caruso looked like he was going to win for a little minute. Mm. I'm so happy she won. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She is the mayor L.A. needs. Yes. She was very supportive. It was a lot of small businesses and, you know, people that wanted to invest in the community and she was there supporting all of that. Mm. So I thought that was dope. Just wanted to shout out her. She's um, a big advocate for foster youth too. She signed a lot of, she has signed a lot of bills to get foster youth, the help and the support that they need in LA. Yes. In LA County. Yes. So shout out Miss Karen Bass. Mayor Karen Bass. Mayor Karen Bass. Excuse me. Um, What else? You normally ask us like what we've been watching. Man, I'm, Starting to push through again because I took a smooth break from watching anime uh, with One Piece. I think I figured out that I'm right at the beginning of the Big Mom fight. Woo! 
Um, Sorry if that's Luffy loud just here. smashed a picture. I ain't gonna say of who. Uh, for those of you that aren't there, <clears throat> but yeah, so he just did that. She's kind of walking around looking real crazy, trying to get it together um, with everything else going on in the background. And at the same time, I'm also watch rewatching G Gundam, um, mm. which is a childhood favorite of mine. Um, and an inspiration for a future tattoo that I'll be getting. Hey. And I also have, uh, this is also a sleeper right here for those of you that really know uh, shows like this. Big O um, was also from my childhood. Oh my goodness. I refound uh, an interest in it and I realized the place where I watch all my anime has Big O that I can watch it in. So I'm currently watching One Piece and G Gundam. G Gundam I'm almost done with. I'll probably catch up with One Piece soon and then restart Big O. You unlock the core memory with that one. Damn. Yup. Yes. And a quick rundown if you don't <laughs> see it, you've never heard of Big O. I have not. I gotta rewatch so, that too. Now. A very quick uh like summary for people who've never seen it is like Big O is like Batman with Gundam. Oh. But it's like if Batman fought as Bruce Wayne. Oh. So oh. so yeah. Oh. Always suited. Yep. Always suited. Always in a black suit. Always in a black suit. He got a, he got the butler too. Bro. The butler and the butler stay strapped just like Alfred do, you know what I mean? The mm. butler stay strapped. The android always was rolling with him too. Like and Big O. You can't forget Big O. Big O is the star of the show. That design Honestly, like, dude, that's that's that shit clean. Yep, it's it's like that's what those two shows, G Gundam and Big O, are probably what got me into like mechs as a kid. Now that I think about it, because I forgot about Big O till I saw like a I think an edit, and I was like, dang, I used to watch that. Mm-hmm. So found out where to uh, where I could watch it at. So that's on my list too. And then I'll get back into like other animes on the list. But those are the three I'm watching right now. Theme song was clean too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's classic. That's do, up do, there. Do, 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 do. Big O. Do, 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 do. If you like, I gotta, bro, if you like the uh, the animation style from like, uh, what's that one with? Um, I can't remember. Bounty Hunter. Uh, it's like one season. It's OG. It's a classic show. I can't remember. Spike Cowboy? Spiegel. Oh. Yes, Cowboy Bebop. Oh. The animation style is very similar. Oh, okay, okay. Very similar. That's one of them shows I watched that I didn't really know what I was watching. At the time, but I knew I, I knew it was dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause, from our conversation from a couple of weeks ago. Yep, because I just like actually heard about the plot for the show, and I was like, I don't remember any of that. But I remember I used to love watching. Yeah, the show. I probably wouldn't either. I'm like, oh, that's way deeper than what I thought it was as a kid. Like actually hearing about what went on, like in the show. I'm like, I don't remember the plot at all. But I remember I was watching that show consistently. So if you've never seen it, Big O, go check that out anywhere that you. <clears throat> watch anime where it's legal. Where it's legal? What? Yeah. We don't promote pirating. Wink, wink. Come on now, CJ. Drop some coin. Shout out Crunchy, <laughs> Shout out to Crunchyroll and Funimation. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. No, it's so funny. I actually just started watch, uh, re-watching for the fifth time one of my top three animes, Soul Eater. Mmm. Mm. When I tell you the joy the show brings me, oh my gosh, I'm in love. I fall in love every single time. It is such a good anime. Highly slept on. Very good first season. Oh my gosh. The whole show 
the whole show. It's a great 51 episodes. I could do 51 more. Wait, Genuine. that's not the one you said had a bad, like, third no. season? No, that that was Tokyo Ghoul. Okay. No, Soul mm-hmm. Leader is something different. Got you, Soul, got you, got you, got you. Soul got Leader you. is also in my top three anime. It was technically the first anime that I've ever watched. And this will be my fifth time going around again. I was like, oh, nice. faithful. I love when you, you can have, like, those series like that that you can always go back to and watch it back like it's the first time. Right. Yeah, because yes. you got to have space in between. It's been about. Yeah. Yes. It's been about a good four to five years since I've last rewatched it. Yes. Got to have those because we do appreciate One Piece. Don't get, oh, yeah. don't get me wrong. It's like it's nice to be able to have those where you can rewatch them like that. Yeah. Honestly, I'm I would be up for once I catch up. I would be up for maybe starting One Piece over just to like see some things again. Yeah. Just to with re- current knowledge of everything. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't even know what's about to happen to you. Like, okay. If, if you don't know, well, you you wouldn't know this. I have passed Freddie. I used to be behind Freddie yes. in One Piece. I have now passed him, so he has to catch up to me now. Ugh. I am in the land of Wano fucking finally. Yes. To be to be clear, I'm caught up. I know what happens bef- like in between where I'm at. It's just I haven't watched that far, but I gotta do that. So, he loves that video. Oh my gosh, that kills me All every videos. time. But um, yeah. Anyway, I guess. Nation, would you like to get into today's topic? Talking about, of course, of course. So, we've been having a lot of fandom references mm-hmm. for a lot of our topics, and I was kind of thinking of um, that one character flaw, or designed to be a character flaw that a lot of main characters, that characters of anime or fandoms have, that cause them to mess up or fail a mission or screw up the original plan and makes it harder, whatever situation fits for it. So I was thinking, what do y'all think y'all biggest character flaw is? And then can you recognize it? If you don't, um, well, no, if you do recognize it, do you lean into it or do you have ways that you suppress it? Mm. Because there are certain things that can be considered flaws, but leaning into them almost gives you more strength mm. Mm. like being able to recognize that it's a flaw but using it in a way to produce something good yeah i'll see what she's saying you want to go first ready yeah i can do that um for me i would say that mine is doubt mm. Mm. right and what i mean by that is internally right I will have conversations about with myself, like about different decisions that I've made, will make or am going to make X, Y, and Z all the time. Right. And when I think about the comparison between how I view myself and how I've had others tell me they view me, it's completely different because it's normally come across that um, I'm very sure of myself or, you know, uh, have 
uh, confidence in what I say, what I do, the way I carry myself, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so the doubt for me does comp- like not compromise, but I've noticed over the course of life how it's affected decisions that I have or haven't made, right? Mm. And it's like recognizing that there are things that I have done over the course of 27, almost 28 years to counteract that, right? Being proactive in counteracting the doubt that you have about X, Y, and Z. Because when you go out, like when I go out into the world, I know how to carry myself. That's not false confidence. That's how I actually feel when I'm outside. But when I'm like talking to me or thinking about stuff I've done, that's where it comes into play. So if I have stuff coming up, I might overthink and that might cause me to make a different decision than I normally would. But if I have to go outside and deal with, you know, business like we do or just anything in general, I can carry myself very well. So it's being proactive in feeding the confidence and doing that comes with accomplishing goals, right? Like doing things you say you're going to do, showing up for yourself, right? That's what helps feed that. So, you know, one thing I took from just life is whatever you feed, that's what's going to grow. So growing up, had a lot of self-doubt and I worked through a lot of it just over the course of time. I had help, but that's the one thing that I noticed I always had and then have always had to work through. So it's just being proactive for me about it. Damn, I relate to a lot. Like I played that yeah. cause I, I relate a lot to that. Yeah, it kind of goes into uh, to mine. But yeah, do you want to go next? Or you still want some time? sure? No, um, kind of goes into mine too. <laughs> actually, <laughs> are we all the same? Hey, <laughs> well, um, <laughs> my deficit, if you will, Ooh. would it be my overthinking? One hundred percent. Um, I would say it used to hold me back, but through therapy, I have worked a lot on kind of utilizing my overthinking just to navigate the situation. But where, where my overthinking was detrimental to me was, um, I would talk myself out of situations Mm. because it was like, Oh, but if this goes like, okay, these are the pros and cons. If it goes wrong, this, all of this could happen. If it goes right, all of this could happen. But the probability of it going wrong is this percent. Mm. (laughs) And do I really want to risk this percent for that percent? And it's like, but what do I need in order to achieve this percent? And it's like, okay, I have to go through this, 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 this. I'm like, ooh, that's going to take about five years. <laughs> yeah. It's um, like so it's like, you know what? Let me give up on that. And that was the thought process for many a years, um, especially when it came to, like, what to do in life. Um, because my ultimate goal with life, there are multiple ways and multiple avenues that I could take. Yeah. In order to get there. Yep. And I always had a hard time focusing in on what that thing would be. Um, and even now I have just come to my path of like, okay, that's how I'm going to get there. Right. And so it took a while. And the way I lean into it now 
is a similar process, but the thing that I always prioritize is what is going to bring me peace mm. in this life, starting from 2023 on CJ is prioritizing her peace. So in order for me to live the most peaceful life I can, what needs to happen? And that helps me be a lot more decisive on things. Um, Another thing my overthinking has contributed to is my people pleasing, which I'm working out Mm -hmm. of, which I've done a lot of work out of. Um, And I almost reverted back because of just some things going on. And I was like, no, bitch, stand firm. (laughs) You made (laughs) the decision that was best for you. And like, that's what I have to remember, because in my people pleasing, I get anxious because of how it'll affect other people, how other people would think of me and X, Y, and Z. And it's like, no, fuck that. How do you think of you? Right. How do you feel about yourself? How do you value yourself? That's what really matters. So really reshifting my overthinking inward instead of having it focused on other people and external things that are completely out of my control. Right. It's like, okay, let's use this to push this shit to the limits because I got things I need to do by 30. And I only got a little over four years. So it's time to go to work. <laughs> um, and it's been working so far. Yeah. Like, I feel like life has been a lot better than it has been for a little minute. And not saying life has been bad, I've definitely been in worse situations. Um, but I. Again, leaning more into my peace, caring less about how other people feel. It's not my problem that other people take the decisions I make for myself personally. It's never about anybody else. It's always about me. And call it selfish, but hey, I need to be selfish because I've been worried about other people for way too long. So... <laughs> I think we all are the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's it's the three sides to the triangle. Yeah. Well, equilateral no triangle at that. No triforce no, reference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, equilateral. Equilateral Perfect. triangle. Triforce. Tri yeah. Hey. Is that, is that a Star Wars reference? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Hold on. Oh no! Oh no! Oh damn! Oh, no way! <laughs> oh, uh, hey, I mean, no. this a bit cook. Hold on. I mean, I get it, but we, like, we turn the fire down. Damn. I mean, I get it, but like, damn, that's what is it? What, 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 that cooked fast. Hold on, Zelda. Uh, yeah, didn't really play Zelda. Didn't really play. Eh, I can't blame you for that. It's I can't like, blame. Yeah, Zelda in the nineties was like you. That would have been like playing a book. See, for me, because like um, I didn't get a lot of games because I had, you know, I had a DS. I had like my Game Boy. I didn't get a lot of games. The game that I always wanted because it was around, it was between my birthday and Christmas, was Pokemon. That's all I cared about. Yep. That is all I fucking cared about. Give me Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. So. Zelda, I had gotten a Zelda game for myself in high school, 
Mm. Um, but shortly after starting to play it, I think the cartridge got stolen. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was, Zelda was a very innovative game for a lot of reasons. But having like a full length RPG with the actual story like that was like, especially because I think a lot of us, play, well, I can't speak for everybody, but I played on the N64. Right, like that's where, so I had like Ocarina of Time, like I had the cartridges, you know what I mean? So it's like, but dang, that's she Damn. said. Uh, anyway, I more so can't blame you because we usually just make Star Wars references. Anyway. You guys make that's, a lot of Star. Like, please understand these two constantly. The way I reference SpongeBob is the way they reference Star Wars. It's my favorite fandom. I it, I really SpongeBob I, I can talk about like, other things. Don't get me wrong. It's just like that's just how stuff comes up around them. I don't know. Yeah, low key outside of here, it's it's all SpongeBob for me too. Yeah, I, outside we're 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 acclimated. No, nah, it's you still know. it's fifty fifty. It's fifty fifty everywhere. Yeah. I make references if people are gonna catch them. If I'm a, if I'm in a square crowd, like I'll I'll do something basic, but they'll catch one of them is gonna catch the reference. Yeah. Not this one. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I pick and choose. <laughs> yeah, not me. I'm sorry. Um, go on, nation. <laughs> Actually, fifty fifty kind of um kind of goes into my flaw too. Um, because I I kind of I guess I do I have lean. We'll see. We'll see how I how I talk it out. Um, I think my flaw is kind of like. A main and a sub. Oh. So, like, the main flaw is pride, mm. which I actually broke down from ego. Because to me, it used to be, like, massively on, on ego. But I toned it down to a point where now it's genuine pride. Because there is a difference to me. Yeah. Um, And the subsection is tunnel vision. Mm. Now, the pride is more so, like, because I've been doing what I've been doing for so long, I'm noticing a lot more in the situations we're in that I'm in. Um, I know more than I give myself credit for. And it's been so long of like not believing that, that now that I do believe it, it's like all rushing in. Yeah. So like it goes with my decision-making with what I decide to do. And it, she, she said she has a little under over four years before 30 to get some stuff done. I have a little to under five months to get some stuff done before 30. I'm right there. Hey man, 30 ain't the end. It's not, but it it, it, it is a cementing age. It is. And for where I'm at right now, I guess the reason why the pride is so strong is because I'm not saying I need to be like, like exactly where I want to be right now, but I can't even say that disappointed is, um, and, uh, understating how I feel around certain things around me right now. Mm. Like my, like my living condition or just even stable income or things like that. But I can also recognize the growth because of my pride and all the other things I'm doing. And also my pride now comes with patience. So I think that's where the 50 50 comes from because I can now like recognize the work I am doing and it allows me to be patient, but it doesn't take away the situation now. And it is because of the pride that um, I invested in in what I'm doing and what I'm doing with y'all and and everything else is that why um, at times it's like, you know, you could have did something different. Mm -hmm. 
are like mm-hmm. you you built all this up to 30 and don't doesn't doesn't have much to show for it in, in terms of like well how's the next 30 gonna go it take it only takes one day in in this industry we in and that's something Facts. like that's easily understandable but to be 30 and, and a grown man there are like just things for me that like i really want to get done i really want to have or just even like have a piece of so like i think that's why now like the the combination with the confidence coming in like late into my 20s and also just with everything that i've built up till now is like things got to get done and i i got to make them happen and while i'm waiting for them to happen i still i can't i can't stop moving so almost uh, i compare it to temple run uh, like I'm running in one direction, but I can change. Yeah. Like really quickly. It all depends on like what that tunnel is right then. And then like, do I notice, uh, do I notice the the new lane I can go in mm. or do I take a chance and, and jump on this broken bridge? But if, if I miss, I might have to restart a little bit. Yeah. Mm. So when it comes to like y'all's deficits, when it, and like you kind of explained it, nation. But um, when it comes to your ability to navigate massive change, where does that come into play? Like, where does your pride come into play? Is it one of those things where you're like stuck in your ways and you try to have to like push yourself to change your mindset, or do you feel like your pride is flexible? I think it used to be like it, it was really hard. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, the last thing we was doing, like I had to really push myself to to do, and that was before we joined. Mm-hmm. Like when the idea was brought to me, like I was excited, but like that wasn't what I was doing at the time. Yeah, and it was a massive. Like I felt like I would have to take five steps back to hopefully jump twenty. So yeah, because it it wasn't something I was doing a lot of. It's something I could do, but it's like. It's not exactly playing to my now strengths and where my tunnel was going at the time. Right. So, um, but it was flexible enough. Like, I feel like I was adaptable enough then to be like, give it a shot. And now I feel like I'm even more adaptable in that, but the tunnel's a little smaller. Because, mm. like, I feel like I know certain things now, either about myself that'll work best for me, whether it be decisions or how I, how I uh, look at a day or a week. Or big life changing decisions. Like yeah. I, I know I'm a lot more adaptable in those situations, and I know at the end of the day, I'm gonna make the best decision for who thirty me has to be going forward. I think that's the biggest thing now. It's like c- cementing. Like I've t- I've taken the last three years to really like grow. Um, I think 27 was like me emotionally growing because that's when um, I was really going through like my emotional stuff with my previous girlfriend. 28 was about physical growth because my knee snapped from coming off some stairs delivering packages. But that's also what opened the door for me to be with y'all, to be honest. Because mm. I guarantee you I'd still be at Amazon mm. or doing something else in, in that range. And then this year in 29, it's been spiritual growth and learning to reconnect and rekindle my faith and like really be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to keep working, God. I know you're going to handle the rest. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's um almost forgot. <laughs> um some when you said ego, one thing I haven't personally experienced, I 
personally don't believe I have a big ego just because I'm able to have a bird's eye view and like really put myself to the side on a lot, on a lot of things. Um, but I remember one of my old best friends from college, um, he was writing like, oh, he had a whole experience revolving around ego death. And it was so intense. Like he created a whole album about it. Mm. And the art, the visuals, and just like the research, man, I can't even begin to remember because it was such a deep and intense thing to tackle mentally. But those ego deaths are real. It really makes you, it, it questions your mortality, who you think you are, who you actually are, and who you were made to be. And it's intense. Again, never personally went through it. But when you have, I believe it's for those people who have such a strong view on who they are and where they stand on things. Um, those people who are unshakable. Basically, when they're, it's like, it's like the Titanic. Um, the quote unquote unsinkable ship. Mm-hmm. And once it sunk, all hell broke loose. Oh. Oh, it's down there. <laughs> Is it? I've heard some theories uh, that it's n- the Titanic never actually sank, but. Um, <laughs> hey, y'all ain't ready for that episode. <laughs> oh, no. Ooh, I'm ready. Um, Drop some coin. Um, but anyway, but like in that sense like somebody who's so unshakable that once they are shaken their whole world is just falling apart right because they are no longer the person they once were and it's an identity crisis along in that it's very interesting very very interesting very very intense even to think about because i can't i personally can't imagine that just because again I feel like I'm extremely adaptable. I am constantly ever-changing. I'm not the same person I was last week or last month. I said that a couple of weeks ago. Um, and so I, I can feel like I can very easily adapt and change based on the needs of not only of myself, but the people around me, situations I'm in, all of that. But to think that someone could like people could think their life is so final you know what i mean oh no i do it it was me yeah it it, you know what's funny i made a video about it Mm -hmm. and that was like my come to terms like i did um and it was because i was in a very lost period uh i was had five different nicknames i was like oh um my government name is 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 the real me uh, I had a rap name called mm. 60 Seconds to One at the time that I tried to do the Childish Gambino route and I put my name in a Wu-Tang generator and then kind of messed with it. And then Nation was was just the actor. Mm. And then, like, you know, I was like, okay, this is perfect. You know, Stephen handled business and this will be here and this will be here and everything's perfect. It's going to go like this, this and that. And I was so stuck in that that, like, when nothing started moving, I, I, started, I started losing a little bit. And now I'm like, I'm trying to well what can i make to fix this and started making stuff that i didn't really really connect with but i was like trying to grab for something and then i remember um i changed my youtube name 
to like the pilot light or something like that because I was trying to be hella deep. And, I remember and, that. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, I've oh, been supporting this dude. Stop playing with me. Oh, it, it's just the pilot light because, you know, that's what you need to to, to, to bring fire to the whole house. And it, it was stupid. But <laughs> it, it wasn't stupid, but it, it was wasn't for place. me. It wasn't for me. Yeah. And then I did, I interviewed myself about that situation and kind of like how at the time it was just seven years. And I was like hitting that home to myself almost like, you've been doing this for seven years. It's like, yeah, you know, um, I you know, would like to get more support. And it's like, yeah, you've been doing this for seven years. And I did that for like 30 seconds. And I remember when I was editing it and I was watching it back, I was like, I've been doing this for seven years. Mm. And I really don't have nothing to show for it. Like I have some good content, but like success isn't, isn't numbers to me, but it definitely is um, improvement. Yeah, a trajectory. And I can see improvement in myself, but it damn near wasn't enough to justify how long I've been doing it. And then shortly after that, I officially just started calling myself Nation for Everything. And that's when I really found out who I was. Because mm. I started, I was really thinking, like, like who am I? Like, who am I? Because I had all these different nicknames. I had a, this nickname in high school I didn't want. You can for sure drop some coin for that. Um, everybody's inquiring. And um, I had... Oh, nicknames man. all my life most of them i didn't choose and i'm just like who am i who am i and then i was like i am nation and then it really just it clicked after that mm. and that's when i really started to like well what can i do to be better like what really can i do not just like do for a week and think it's going to fix it like what consistent thing can i do yeah and even then it took a couple of years to really find that because it was keto for me and like losing a hundred pounds was going to be my hundred percent completion of something, and every single pound was a percentage. So once and once I found something to latch onto that was like, um, this is a goal I can give myself. As guys, you was talking about like having goals. Uh, a lot of things got easier for me just in terms of like for myself. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, I feel that my ego was completely on after that. Yeah, as somebody who has a hard time like sticking with things, cons- or, like I used to have a really hard time with sticking with things consistently. It was literally uh, earlier this year. I was like, "Okay, let's just start with the kitchen." <laughs> no, genuinely. Oh man, let's just start with the kitchen. <laughs> let's start there. Let's keep that consistently where it needs to be because I live by myself so it's just like you know I'm busy you know I cook and then it's like I'm tired because I just ate and then it's like I fall asleep unintentionally and then I wake up and I gotta go to work and it's a cycle Mm. yep and so it's like okay keeping the kitchen consistently clean how do we do that well I have to stop cooking when I'm hungry I have to eat before I cook. So after I cook, I put the food away and then I can do the dishes. You know, it, and that's kind of forced me to, of sorts, eat more. <laughs> Still don't eat as much as I should, but, you know, we're getting there. Right. That's what matters. <laughs> Progress. 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 Y'all don't know, I used to be really bad. It was to the point where my family really thought I was anorexic. Like... Genuinely, <laughs> genuinely thought they were Ooh. ready to have an intervention type of thing. It was bad. They're just gonna be sitting around you with a cheeseburger. 
But that was a thing. It was like I wasn't that I wasn't eating. I just wasn't hungry. No, I feel I feel that though. Like when I like when I was ready to eat, I would crush a Big Mac meal in a second. Man, that would be the best Big Mac of my life. But outside of that, you know, it's just like mm, I'm just not hungry. Yeah, like there was, was no hungry, appetite. And I and if, and if you blink, you probably miss me eat. Yeah, facts. Every but time. you and you know what it was? I later learned because that was back in high school, like mm. high school, middle school when that was going on, and even a little bit into college, and even a little bit now, I realized that my non-eating is associated with stress. Like, you know, they always say, like, oh, you eat ice cream and stuff um, when you're stressed because stress, spelled backwards, is dessert. No, I cannot eat when I'm stressed because... (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, it's literally a thing. There are plenty of posts about it on the social medias. Um, But, no, I literally could not eat. I would get sick at the thought of food if I'm stressed because it's like... And this goes into my overthinking mentality. Like, mm. how dare I be hungry when I have so much shit to do? Mm. You don't have time. I don't have time to eat because I have so much Damn, shit to do. That's deep. Wow. Yeah, that, I've never heard that before. Stress backwards was dessert. Only because, like, for me, it, it was the same. Like, stress, stress was a was a filler. Right. Right. I'm not hungry. It was I can't full be hungry. on stress. I'm, right. I don't feel room. Right, even water. Ugh, I can't. I can't intake anything, and it brings poor uh, nutrition habits, of course. Um, but yeah, it was generally that I wouldn't. A lot of the times, eat until like three. I still don't. I still eat late. I don't eat breakfast. I I eat so, sorts of lunch. Sorts, but I. But my lunch is so late in the day that it's technically like an early dinner. Might as well wait for dinner. <laughs> it's an early dinner. And out. then around dinner time, I snack. Like, I'll blink and it'll be, what time is it? Almost three. I ain't. Not, I'm cool. Yeah. I feel it. Nobody ate? I was I ate by uh, association. Y'all just saw me eat on cam. I had a yogurt shake. That I replaced as a meal. You know what? And like those meal replacements really, Where you know. Where the cookies at? <laughs> I think Elena took them. I don't know. They're on the couch over there. Ah, oh. uh, yes, sir. Um, But <laughs> it's. um. Watch me work. Uh, not this nigga getting cookies in the middle of the podcast the episode. Get cookies. I'm Yo, munching ass. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe this, nigga. Oh, my gosh. We could have ate them after. Not them in the shot. <laughs> Where we get them from? They're not sponsoring us. <laughs> Fuck a free publicity. Free publicity. You pay for that. There we go. That's perfect. Mm. See, now this nigga got me eating. <laughs> yeah, boy. Because I like the snack. Are they good? All we had to do was. They're chewy. Follow the damn train, CJ. <laughs> Anywho. 
Perfect. Want a Sprite Cranberry? <laughs> Nation, you having too much fun, boy. I swear. But anyway. <gasps> yeah, it's like I can I feel like I can eat more now because I am no longer as stressed as I once was. And through like thinking through life and all of that, it's like, okay, I see where it's going. This is manageable. You know? Yeah. Like bills are getting paid. I got a roof over my head. I have a car that's in my works. Like this is fine. (laughs) So it's like, now that those like big life stressors are out of the way and are stable, it's like, okay, now I can like, do the fundamentals. Anything else is extra. Anything else is extra. My core needs are taken care of. Mm. And I look at that like with people too as well in relationships because it's like I'm a firm believer you cannot have one person be everything for you. Right. Facts. Very facts. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't put all that stress. And I say Mm. that as somebody who did had to do that. Whoa. That did do that. See, these cookies fucked me up. We're living it for you, so you don't have to do it yourselves. My mama said that to me all the time. She blaming cookies? I am blaming cookies. I'm not supposed to be eating We're professionals. We are professionals. You can trust us. YFT will never lead you astray. Say it again for the people on the back. YFT, your favorite trio, your, will not lead you astray. Amen. In the Lord's name we pray. Let's go check. Amen. Um, (laughs) Anyway, but yeah, you need to have like the friends that you go out with. Right. You have the friends that you talk deep shit with. You have the friends that you talk funny shit with. You got your family. You like you have people have people in the separate categories of what you need to be fulfilled as a person. So by the time you end up in a relationship, like the only need that you need, the only box that needs to be filled is the romantic one. Mm. I feel like it's unfair to rely, like have your romantic partner be everything for you because that's a lot of stress and pressure on that person. Man. So have your life figured out to the point when that romantic person comes in your life the only thing they need to be is that romantic person. They don't need to be your best friend. Obviously, it's great that y'all are friends. Right. You should be friends with your romantic partner. But they shouldn't be your, like, best best friend that you ha-ha-ki-ki with. They shouldn't be your therapist. They shouldn't be your mom, your dad, your sister, cousin, auntie, uncle. None of that. All they They are there to be your romantic partner. And that's it. Emotional intelligence. Emotional. Emotional intelligence. We do not Please want learn it. emotional. Damn it. That's the wrong one. Wrong one. We want emotional intelligence. That part. It will get you very, very far in life. We promise. Again, we would never lead you astray. Do you see us? Do you hear us? People listening. You know, so. Do y'all hear us over there? I can't hear y'all. I think they hear us. Okay. All right. right. My bad. We had to check and make sure they were still there. Audience check very quick. Mm-hmm. 
But um, so yeah, it's just one of those things where have your ducks in a row, figure out your own personal needs. And therapy helped me a lot with that. Shout out to my therapist. Love her. She's great. Get therapy. Go go Shout get therapy. therapy. I had a session during the pandemic, but it was I, don't, I didn't really vibe with the online setting. Mm. So See, mine is online, but I enjoy it. It may have been more so my connection more than anything, and I'm not even making a joke. <laughs> it could have been that. Yeah. But um, I definitely plan on going back probably when I'm insured so I can I can try to That's get that thing. yeah no li- yeah. listen because I'm insured I only play five dollars a session yeah yeah see mine was like 150 get your insurance which they deserve yeah I'm absolutely. just gonna try to get get mine insured but just out of my pockets I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> not right. yet not yet not right. me somebody will do it but not me right Ooh. um but yeah like it changing the mindset i think that's the biggest like takeaway from all of us and our deficits and like our character flaws is the like we deal with it but because we have the ability to change Mm. and adapt and kind of like just go with the flow genuinely so yes learn to be fluid Mm y'all be formless shapeless like water it's like I was having a conversation kind of kind of about this the other day. Um, yeah, like maybe a couple of days ago. And it's interesting that we all were able to perceive something very similar within each of ourselves. Like something I said resonated with the two of you and then obviously vice versa. And I think that that's interesting to have three people that – recognize the same thing and I think that has a lot to do with how we were raised right and you know not definitely not calling anybody out or anything but I think that does you know speak to that in terms of seeing or like CJ said having the ability to adapt comes from seeing what not being able to do that does Right. Like you as an only child, I've always looked at it as I still I understand the eldest and the youngest at the same time. That's how I've always looked at being an only child. And the reason why I say that is because normally with the eldest children, they are how they are because they're the one that normally gets imprinted upon the most with the parent. That kid is normally the most like the like the parent. The youngest is normally like uh, is normally uh, the way that they are because the parent isn't trying to make the kid themselves. They want that kid to more understand ideology, right? I want you to understand why. I want you to understand how. The eldest didn't get that, right? You had to know this, this is why it is, and that's how it is, and that's because I said so in most instances. That's why the eldest are normally like that. Only children get all of that at the same time in most cases. So, I just thought that that's interesting that we all recognize that in each other and see it in different ways in ourselves. So, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Because even in like thinking of thinking of like Naruto, for example, like I feel like his deficit is he's hard headed as fuck and arrogant. And like he's annoying. Like I'm talking pre-show. Don't hate me. Don't come for me in the comments. But, like, it's a fact. But where he starts to get good is his ability to change and adapt. 
like mm-hmm. his fighting style based off of like does he take a couple L's? Absolutely. Absolutely he takes L's. But he comes back from it learning like, okay, that didn't work. <laughs> as most anime characters, like as most protagonists do. But it comes from a very pure sense of like what I enjoyed about Naruto in like in his battle, specifically his battle against Gara. That stuck with me for life. Because it's like here are two people who are the exact same, essentially. And it's just like this one came at it, like came out of it with a lot of more compassion for others. And like the it, what was interesting is that Gara had siblings. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Gara lacked the compassion for other people and became and was this cold hearted like mini monster is so like opposite of what you think it would be, especially since Naruto's a whole ass orphan. Had nobody, but he has all the compassion in the world and just wants others to be happy and, like, to protect the people he cares about, even though they fuck him over every single time. It's that ability to change. Ooh. You know what I just thought about when you said that? What? It's like, okay, different perspective I took on the way you just broke that down was Naruto resembling an only child Mm -hmm. is like... Anytime he goes through something, it's only self-reflection. Exactly. Right? It's never an idea or a conversation with another person. In most instances, you only have whatever you went through in the perspective that you have. Now, you have the ability to know how other people might think because you perceive people very well, but you aren't bouncing that off of an actual person. Whereas Gara having siblings, there's a constant... Uh, it's Enabling. Const- yeah, so it's like I have other people around me and they're still bad. So it's mm-hmm. like you can't... Naruto still had the ability to have hope that there would be people that would like him. Yes. Gara had constant affirmations like I can have people around me, even family, and not treat me right. Right, so because like, everybody was scared of him. So it and so they just internal. enabled yeah. his crankiness and his inability to like be compassionate. Right. And... Oh, that was so great what you just said, because it's exactly that. The ability to self-reflect when you have other people that are enabling your bad habits. It is impossible for you to grow. Impossible, because how the fuck are you supposed to know what you're doing is shitty or what you're doing is wrong? Like the entire village treated Naruto like shit. And nobody saw him as a little boy. Yep. Because he was a little boy. The only, like, even the people who knew the truth treated him like shit. Shout out to Hokage. Uh, third Hokage. I hope you're rotting in hell. Shout out to third. Rotting in hell. Had this boy in the slums eating like 50 cent ramen. The Gehetto. Anyway. Ooh. Burning hell. The ghetto. Um, but it's like because Naruto's only option was to self-reflect, he comes from a space of I don't like how people treat me, so I'm going to do the best I can to make sure nobody ever feels the way that I feel. Yep. 
That's which is real as fuck. I feel like that a lot of the time, which is why how why I navigated in my people pleasing. Because I never wanted people to feel the way I felt, mm. especially in friendships. I never, um, I don't want to say never, but like a lot of friendships, I never felt um, valued the way I valued them. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I never want people to feel that way. And not that I'm like now giving people like, oh, I'm treating you the way you treat me. No, it's more of like I'm putting enough respect on myself Mm -hmm. to back away from the situation or lean forward into the situation. Right. It's and like I feel like that's the best takeaway from Naruto personally. Being adaptable. Yes. Adaptable. And like and then knowing your boundaries because. um, (laughs) Hey. What he just did. <laughs> hey, real talk. Well, when you explain it like that, unless, did you have something you was going to say? I can save it. Okay. Sure? Short? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just thinking, like, the way you explain it, it's like when you started off the started off the show and it was like, you know, you relate to, to villains. It's like, I always looked at it as that's why I related to antiheroes. Right. It's like I can empathize with the villain. It's like I understand how you could turn out that way. Right. And some actions may be justifiable if you looked at it in a certain light. Right. But hero, anti hero in that spectrum is for a lot of the same reasons. It's like exactly. I've been hurt in X, Y, and Z ways. I've seen this stuff done to people, ABC. And it's like I still have the perspective of I don't want other people to feel that way. Now, Taking into account what you just said about, you know, putting an emphasis on your boundaries for yourself. It's like that's where that kick in of the villain antihero comes in where now because you're putting up a it's something that causes friction, Mm -hmm. which is different from a hero, which is always viewed as self-serving or doing stuff in service of others. Mm -hmm. Right. The, you get looked at as a villain based on perspective. So having the, again, you look at pain, right? Mm-hmm. Him having that conversation with Naruto, it's the same coin. Yeah. It's just a different Inside. perspective. So that's that's kind of how I saw that. It's like I always looked at, I always empathize with either antiheroes or characters that had that, you know, that conflict in them. Mm-hmm. Like Red Hood from Batman, Terry McGinnis' Batman Beyond, Anakin, you know, for all intents and purposes being, you know, conflicted right in that. And just across the board, I always resonated with those characters. I don't need it. I didn't want somebody to be a goody two shoes, but be relatable. Right. Nobody's perfect. Everybody has flaws, but I liked resonating with people who tried to do good at the end of the day. Right. What you just said about boundaries. I said this to a friend not too long ago. People who have problems with you setting boundaries are the people who benefited from you not having any in the first place. Right. Mm. Let that Say resonate. it again. <laughs> Let's go chat. Again, the people who have problems with you setting boundaries are the ones that benefited from you not having any in the first place. Amen, amen. Those are people you do not need in life. I'm just saying. You should never be afraid to set boundaries, especially if you consider those people friends. Right. You know, you should never be afraid or think that, oh, what if I lose that friend? Then you should lose that friend. That, 
That is why we people like us are considered overthinkers. Right. Because you look at behavior like I could see how me trying to do the right thing here might look like this. So let me do blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. I, I, I'm not sure if it's the same for y'all, but straight away from doing that for a very long time, because, you know, you don't want to lose people. You really like you genuinely never want to lose people ever, ever. But it's like when you are being disrespected, being slighted, being treated unfairly in comparison to others, mm-hmm. um, constantly being put down, gaslit, mm. manipulated, mm. all of that in the name of friendship or a relationship in general. Like, where does that serve you? You are constantly devaluing yourself. Where do you choose you in that moment and in that relationship? Yeah. Platonic or not. Piggybacking off what she said, let me me talk to you very quick. Uh Uh-oh. Your adaptability, your own adaptability can be altered by the people you surround yourself with. You may be fluid one one week, but around the wrong people, you be you can become stone again. Mm-hmm. It is a constant fluidity. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, uh, be be formless, shapeless like water. If you don't know, that's a Bruce, Bruce that's Lee. a Bruce Lee quote. Yep. The rest of it was: you put water in a cup, it becomes a cup. You put it in a bottle, it becomes a bottle. In a teapot, it becomes a teapot. It's almost like learning to do that with yourself. Yep. Yeah, and it's never fake. It's not fake being adaptable or changing up or whatever. Exactly. I feel like that is a very toxic way that our society, our social society has been working in the past like decade. Right. It's like um, self-growth is bad. You can change right. your perspective on things. Right. With new information. You can grow. What? How dare you? Wow. <laughs> How dare you expand your horizons? You are not the person we once knew. You gain new perspective on things. Hey, look at you. Getting better, right? My bad. We can't, right? Can why can't we look at it that way? Why can't we look at it like, you know what? She's actually trying to do something for herself or himself. Oh, you think you better than me, huh? Because again, again, everybody takes it personal. Oh, it takes it, it back to my original fucking point. Man. People take it personal. It's never personal. I'm good too. It's selfish. <laughs> I'm good too. I, I'm doing my stuff too. Man, what we dropping quotes? What they say? People always want to see you do good, but they never want to see you do, do better, better than, than them. them. Yeah, big facts. Man, what you what you what you doing? I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, and, it don't matter. And that's the thing. One thing I always hate is like the what people say, like oh, move in silence. <laughs> Moving in silence means that you have people in your vicinity or corner that are listening to you that don't want to see you win. That's what that implies. So if you have those people, you might and like trust your gut instinct. It's just like it's never bad to like think, you know what, I you know, me and this person have a lot in common and we're cool, but something just doesn't feel right or something feels off. Trust that. Don't wait for that moment to blow up in your face to be like, damn, I should have left when I first thought of it. Mm. I'm done being silent. Yeah. But even if that does happen, let that be a lesson mm-hmm. for the next time. And be loud. That's how you learn, right? 
It's not, oh, I, I learned a lesson because it happened. No, it's when you get tested with it again. Again. Can you choose a different outcome? Yes. That's when you know you've learned a lesson. It's not when something happens to you and it's like, oh, I got that knowledge now. No, that is not the same thing. So, Absolutely. That's how you truly grow. Right. Yeah. When you know it's meant it. That's when you're making changes. Damn, we dropping gems this episode. What Facts. The- dropping bombs. <laughs> yeah, dropping some gems. We can we on the DJ hey, here dropping bombs. We 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 need some coin. <laughs> this is starting to get too much. Um, you can send us money on our uh, YFT official cash app. Free YFT game. official. Get it going. <laughs> For real, we giving out free game. Get it going. <laughs> Pass the plate around. No, absolutely. But like, if you don't learn anything from like, especially this discussion. Lean into your whole authentic self. Those things that you feel like are character flaws, analyze that and see how it's a detriment to you and how you can then flip it and turn it into your biggest benefit. Man, that's facts. If you don't take anything else from this episode, take that. Yes, and be accountable for that. Mm-hmm. It's like the one thing I've seen in my personal life because I've always been like Dr. Phil since I was a kid, like in my friend groups. And it's like it's one thing to acknowledge what your flaws are, but you have to acknowledge how they affect how they have affected your behavior and your relationships prior to you understanding it and acknowledging it at that point. Yes, you can't. So it's like the people around you have probably been seeing you act this way for a very long time. So it's one thing to be like, okay, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm making that change. But you have to also understand you have to address that with the people, you know, it's like it's one thing to want to do better. But again, you have people your actions affect other people. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like if I know I've been acting this way and I've been doing this for years it's had to have affected people around me at some point. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. So it's like, if you're going to make that change, that also has to be something you got to talk about. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm trying, it's like, hey, you got to, it's like, it's a full process, right? And it doesn't happen overnight, right? It takes a a long time, but it's consistency, right? If you're willing to take at least 1% every day, that's better than nothing. But you got to do it every day. Consistency. Consistency. My time has come. <laughs> Y'all time has come, man. Yeah. Seize it. Seize also, the day. Carpe diem. All right. In that, in that as well. Nobody else. Nobody deserves an explanation. All in that. Nobody deserves an explanation. Do you understand it, man? Do you man. understand what you're doing for you? Bet. Right. And that's it. Let everybody else see it. Right. You don't have to explain yourself if you don't want to. If if you feel compelled to, by all means. Yeah, if you're talking to go ahead. I'll be talking to sometimes. I feel it. You know? But, but like don't seek no, validation from it. Yeah, no don't seek validation and nobody is like it's not required of you. It's not required of you. Exactly. Nobody like if somebody makes you feel like, Well, why didn't you blah 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 blah? It's not about you. That part. Yeah. It's not about you. It was a decision I made for myself and if How that affected do we have to t- If that if, if it affected you negatively, then my apologies. But this it didn't have anything to do with you. It was purely my decision and the something I needed to do for myself. And that's that.
because a lot of time, if you try to give them some type of long-winded explanation, they're like, not going to hear it anyway. They're not going to take it anyway. You're going to have the same conversation over and over and over. It's, it's going to wear you out. Resentment going to start to grow. You're going to start to get pissed off all the time. You might be pissed off at times you didn't think you'd be pissed off and at people you shouldn't be pissed off at all that, because you kept letting something grow that you should have just been like... Nah. That goes into his point about the people you have around you. It's like, yes. if you have any conversation about that, it's the same day. That's it. It's like, I wasn't handling this how I was supposed to. Now I got to set this boundary up. Cool. We ain't doing that no more. Straight. Yeah. And if they can't handle it, I am sorry. It sucks to lose people at times, but got to go. Yep. Got to go. Get to stepping. Yep. Because if they can't recognize you're doing that for your betterment, it's like, then they're not trying to see you do better at all. It's like, we can't get better if the individuals in the group aren't at their best. Right. As individuals. So it's like, if you can take care of you and what you need requires there to be a boundary right here, it's like, cool. Absolutely. Okay. That's like, and that's how we communicate, especially as a trio. It's like, we're all very self-sufficient, but if one of us is like, y'all, I'm at a breaking point, or like, y'all, I need to get this off my motherfucking chest, or like, hey, our I, I need to step away from X, Y, Z activities, we completely understand that we're here to talk, we're here to listen and we let that person move and change how they need to. Because at the end of the day, whatever changes the three of us make individually will benefit the group. Yep. I did it literally right before we started recording this podcast. I was like, I need a couple of weeks. Like, it's just stuff's been hitting hard. Yeah. And kept stuff was flowing as usual. Exactly. And now we're here. That's, that ties into the patience thing. It's like... This is this is part of why I am how I am when it comes to why I know we gonna be straight, is because I know we live in a society that doesn't promote that. Yeah, that's right. Everything is quick. If something happens to somebody, grieve real quick, move on to the next thing. Yeah, right. That's not natural. And not even just the society, but an industry too. Industry for Ooh. sure promotes that, and it works hand in hand. And it's like that's not natural. I anybody that has a ounce of you know, compassion for other people understands that we can't work if you're under stress. Yes. We can't work if she's under stress. Right. And that works for all of us. And it's like, I need you at your best. Can we pick up slack somewhere? Yeah. That's why you learn skills to be able to counteract that. That's why we always talk about what we're, this is what we're doing here. This, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. this is how I edited this. This is where I got this from and did that. Boom, 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 boom. To make everybody self-sufficient. That keeps us strong in case nation has to take time off. Mm-hmm. Right? Because when he comes back, then, okay, we're good to go then. Right? You just jump right back in. Right. It'd be easy to neglect your needs for the sake of, you know, whatever. In certain instances, you may have to do that. But, if it's not necessary, by all means, do what needs to be done. Because I'd rather have you at your best than to, oh, yeah, well, we made it where we wanted to, but now you can't appreciate it because you're worn down already. Yeah. And you can't enjoy it. Yeah. It's like if it takes five years when we could have worn our bodies down in two and got it faster, I'll take five years. Yeah. That's not going to kill me because in them five years, when we get it, it's going, it's still going to be worth it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not going to be complaining because I'm still, like, again, like, that's just how I look at it. Yeah. So, hey, again, all this stuff, like we said, it goes hand in hand. Who do you have around you? 
who's talking to you? How are you talking to yourself? Right? What information are you are you learning to constantly grow and be a better person? Right? Are you able to, like we said, be water mm-hmm. and be fluid in different situations? Are you open to different situations? And be a better person for you. Yeah. Not for anybody else. I was like, I want to be better for my per- my family, my partner, my friends. Okay, cool. That's all great and dandy. But be a better person for you, first and foremost. Adopt yeah. the mama mentality. Mm, yeah. Become a different animal and the same beast. Mm-hmm. Period. I mean, when you feel like you got into your limit somewhere, master something else, but still move the same way you was moving. Yep. Period. Keep going. Don't stop. There's so much more to learn. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one. It's a, a, a Patreon episode. <laughs> we might not even drop this hoe. <laughs> we we, we got to see how y'all rocking. Um, we yeah. got to see how y'all the, the live audience, they gave us some love. Man, we going to drop snips. Y'all, y'all was feeling that? Y'all was yeah. feeling that? Whoa. This was a really okay. good episode, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We was dropping gems. That's what we do over here at YFT. Absolutely. Well, y'all, this has been great. Happy. Fantastic. I don't support. I don't celebrate this holiday. Happy barbecue, barbecue day. day. I don't celebrate this holiday, but I hope all y'all are having fun today. Hey, man. Before we get up out of here, I just want to give a big shout out to the people in the service in my family that have been serving this country. I really do appreciate the service that y'all have done. Anybody out there with family members in the military, whether they're currently serving, have served, or gave the ultimate sacrifice in service. I appreciate that, man. Uh, shout out my brother Marcus. Shout out Chanel. Shout out to everybody out there today. Be safe out there. Shout out to all the people with their pets. Don't start calling the cops on people just because your, your pets are acting up unless it's actually problematic and they're using legal fireworks. Let everybody have some fun. Keep your pets inside. Keep them safe. Everybody have fun tonight. Happy barbecue day. And watch Independence Day if you haven't. Oh. Classic. Even yeah. though you'll see this day. in probably September. Happy Thanks. Independence Day. Happy Independence Day. <laughs> happy, happy movie Independence Day. I'll say that. Happy Independence Man. Day. Happy Independence Day for to the, the movie. To, right. Yeah, to the, movie, the movie because this country wasn't free. And not the new back one. When this holiday was established. But yeah. We're going to talk about some stuff in a little bit. We weren't free. I know that's for damn sure. <laughs> hey. But we had Juneteenth, so I'm calm. I'm cool. But even then, that wasn't my... Anyway, man, I mean, we out, okay, crazy. we out. We out, we out, we out. Play that mingo, man. Play that mingo. <laughs> I gotta run. Gotta go hey! I gotta run. Gotta go we out. of here, man.